Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ask an Angel podcast. My name is Mia Letterer, and I'm one of your senior leaders for this year. My name is Brooke Harmon, and I'm another one of the senior leaders this year for Guardian Angels. So on today's episode, with final season rapidly approaching, um, for some of us a little faster than we'd probably like, <laughs> yeah. but um, we are going to be talking all about finals and and test-taking strategies, as well as how to relieve test anxiety, because I think that is a very common issue for so many of us here. I would say almost everybody finals are a stressful, um, they're not something anyone's really looking forward to. Not necessarily, no. Yeah, um, so with this season coming up um, for the third week of December, we wanted to feature an interview with our lovely um, learning support specialist, Miss Dixon. So we will be speaking with her today about all of her different um, strategies that she suggests, um, as well as a lot of the opportunities that she offers on campus, like her um, learning support workshops and just so many different um, resources that are out there that we wanted to bring light to. Um, so without further ado, please enjoy this episode. Alrighty, so we are here with the amazing Miss Dixon. Miss Dixon, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about what you do and your title? Absolutely. Um, this is going on my third year at St. Francis, but I am an alum, so I graduated class of 1996. Go Energizer Bunnies, Ooh. <laughs> um, which I did not like at the time, but it has withstood the test of time. I think mm-hmm. it's a pretty good mascot. Anyways, I'm the learning support specialist. I wear many hats. Um, I help students with accommodations. I do um, academic coaching to help students reduce any barriers. I give workshops on specific um, kind of barriers I see for students. I have three this November. One was on study skills, two was on test anxiety, and the third coming up after break is on finals preparation. Mm -hmm. I also teach some classes um, around the same content. That's awesome, yeah. Um, Well, I guess we have a few questions for you regarding just some of those topics you mentioned. you want to start us off? Yeah, so as finals are approaching, what are some basic study tips that you would suggest to students? So in terms of finals overall, and you know, plug here for the workshop, we can hear more about it, but I I break it down into three categories of what to study, how to study, and your plan to study. So first is some research into what your finals are like going to Mm -hmm. entail. So not just like study guides, but what units are going to be um, uh, you uh, uh, covered, and then also what type of test you're going to be taken. So often, um, students forget to see how it's going to be asked of them. So an essay is very different than multiple choice. Is very different than fill in the blank. Is very different than spelling if it counts or it doesn't. If you mm-hmm. you have to really think about the testing environment. So first is just the research of what to study um, and what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And the more we know about that, the less um, anxiety you'll have Mm -hmm. as you move forward. Um, And then two, it's how to study. So once you kind of know what it is you need to study, both in the content and the material, um, then and what the test is going to look like, then you can kind of tailor your techniques towards that. In general, I use like science-informed study techniques, and my top three are... Um, that we just went over in the workshop were um, spaced practice. So it means don't cram, um, not just because it is stressful. 
Um, it is because for long-term memory and usage, mm-hmm. it's not actually effective. So spacing out your studying over time um, and in short chunks helps again with memory and retention, but also it's less stressful along the way. Instead of a four hour, seven hour session, which I hear some students doing, break that up over a seven, 10, two week period of 30 to 40, Mm -hmm. 45 minute sessions. Um, So that is space practice. Number two, it's what kind of practice are you doing? So reviewing your notes and um, getting organized is like the pre-studying step Mm -hmm. and it's not the studying itself. And a lot of people think that step is studying Mm -hmm. um, and then get surprised on the test when they can't retrieve it. So studying is actually another name. I wanna like change out the term studying. It's retrieval practice. Mm -hmm. So it's some form of self-testing. And that can look many different ways. Yes, Quizlet, yes, flashcards, yes, practice essays. But it can also be just a blank page where you write down everything you remembered from the mm-hmm. notes, your story, etc. And then you give yourself feedback on how well you remembered. That yeah. last step is key. You can't just retrieve it and then not give yourself feedback on how you did. If it's chem, if it's calc, if it's IM2, you have to practice problems. You can't look at formulas. That's just not, Mm -hmm. that's like saying you're practicing basketball by watching a game. It's not the same. You have to work on that. So retrieval practice Mm -hmm. is the second how. Space it out and work on that self-testing. And then number three is what I call, not what I call, what is called interleaving, which is my favorite, but it's a little kind of, Hard to sometimes because we haven't heard about it. You know, time, spacing it out, got that, retrieval, self-testing. Interleaving means a lot of times on tests when all the contents together, it's hard to re- know, remember which file we need to pull. Mm-hmm. It gets confusing or I go blank is what I hear a lot. Yeah. And so interleaving is where you're practicing things together in close proximity. So let's go back to a second grade example, you're learning addition, you're learning subtraction, you're learning multiplication, you're learning division. And we practice those separately. And when we all see them together, it's like, oh my gosh, do I carry this or is it renaming or you write, you just can't remember the steps. Yeah. So interleaving tells us that um, we need to practice things together so that our brain can actually practice mm-hmm pulling it out at the right time. Yeah. So, so much things in bio have similar names. And when if you've if you've done a flashcard over here separate from this flashcard over here, mm-hmm. when it comes to the test and they're all mixed up, it might be get confusing. Yeah. So interleaving just says practice things together once you're ready, once you have that good facility, that's like the final step. So yeah. um, I think of interleaving, think of interweaving. So that cumulative review over time is a really good practice. Mm-hmm. Um and then plan. Sorry, one more is plan, <laughs> which is then you need to actually set out just like a practice schedule would for any athletic event, this is a big event that you need to have a plan mm-hmm. um, so that it doesn't take over your life and then it also doesn't get procrastinate. You also don't procrastinate. Yeah. So both, I don't want either. I don't want uh, an undue sense of you know dysregulation and not being balanced, but I also don't want it to all have to cram the last three days. That's yeah. going to stress you out as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. I have a follow-up question. Yeah. Um, just something you had said earlier. Um, do you think there's different, like, like better ways to approach, like, so say I'm studying for, like, a multiple-choice uh, test uh-huh. versus a free response test. Yeah. Is there certain methods that will help me do better on the multiple-choice test, like, different patterns of studying that will be better for that? 
um, rather than the free response test? Like, are there different ways to study for yeah, different types of Yeah, that's students? a great yeah. follow-up question. Yeah, you kind of have to look at... Um, I'm sorry, I'm geeking out a bit, but you kind of have to look at what it's asking of you. Mm -hmm. So multiple choice is asking um, for details, to remember details, and it's asking for um, discrimination. So you have to tell between two things often, Mm -hmm. because in that like sentence stem and then in those choices, they're going to put things that are very, very similar. It could be um, like one word difference. It could be 1945 or 1946, or it could be um, who was in the Axis and Allies, and Mm -hmm. there'll just be one difference. So they're really looking for details and memorization there. Also, a little bit around multiple choice is looking at key terms and um, uh, how they ask the question. So Mm -hmm. everything except all of the above, none of Mm -hmm. the above. So really cluing in on that. You're, you've learned so much annotation skills throughout your St. Francis, but also probably in middle school, annotation is huge. No one ever taught me to do it until I was in high school. You guys do it when you're in early as like fourth grade. You got to annotate those questions. You have to attack it like it's a reading comprehension mm-hmm. and not just that. So I guess that's a lot to say. Yes, look at it like um, I need to know details and I need to practice discriminating and then I need to know how my teacher's kind of going to ask it Mm -hmm. and think about it like what is the structure of those testing questions Mm -hmm. and they look different depending on your teacher and the subject yeah so you have to think back to how they were worded and what they looked like a lot of times quizlets don't match that unless you can find something awesome from saint francis like bio i look at the quizlets and it's you know uh like if i just randomly went in a quizlet and said bio and I look, and you're studying the same chapter in the same manner, but the way, it, the complexity is much lower mm-hmm. than the test at St. Francis. And so you have to find the complexity that matches what you're doing. In terms mm-hmm. of essays, of course, sometimes you know what the essay is, then we can prepare yeah. almost all out. And you study your outline like you would study anything else you'd memorize, and you'd have your quotes all lined up. Some you know, you know, uh, you can study four but there's only going to be two. Yeah. A lot of theology do, does that. So you might not be able to do study all four, but you can do a sketch outline, especially with a thesis and mm-hmm. quotes. So thesis and quotes or thesis and evidence, you can do that for four, and I would highly suggest that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not the whole outline because those are the, the two big things that you'd really want to build it around. And then you need to practice. So you need to practice multiple choice. And then you need to practice the Mm -hmm. essay. So like within the time allotted, especially essay, you have to be like, okay, I'm going to have about 30 minutes. I'm going to give myself a prompt or take one of the prompts and I'm going to practice in Mm -hmm. 30 minutes. So yeah, it looks differently. And that's why knowing what it looks like is really helpful too. Yeah. Seems like a lot of practice on both sides is yes. necessary for good preparation. Just, I mean, we think yeah. I really, really like, I don't want it to be stressful. I want it, it's not stressful to go to basketball practice, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like we just think about these things a little differently, mm-hmm. but academic is just a behavior of the brain. Like, mm-hmm. but it's, it really applies to anything we're trying to learn, master and be supported by. And, and so, yes, you have a practice schedule for yeah. soccer. You have like, you know, and we're not like, ah, oh, like 
let's just take it down a notch by kind of viewing it a little bit yeah. differently. That's all. That's an awesome way to look yeah. at yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so how about can you tell us a little bit about like how you view balance and how this is important during final season? Because I know it's a time of chaos and cramming well not hopefully not cramming but (laughs) but yeah tell us a little bit about how you view balance sure so I think one is when you are scheduled and prepared Mm -hmm. and you're breaking up over time I think that's a reduction in stress Mm -hmm. right there just by how you approach it um so that preparation is huge your mindset is the next thing to change so what are you telling yourself about finals that may or may not be helpful to your success. Of course, a little bit of engagement, motivation is, no, a lot of engagement and motivation is great. A little bit maybe of anxiety, nervousness, you know, it always feels good, Mm -hmm. scary to do hard things um, and to go outside of our boundaries a little bit. But more than that, like you have to look at your mindset and think like, what am I putting on this test? Mm -hmm. And it, it helps to just widen like what you think of it and remember that you yeah. are a person and a human having a testing experience and you're yeah. not a test itself. Yeah. Like you are not the grade that you will get, mm-hmm. whether it's an A or an F. Like, and that little bit of distance and daylight between you and your performance actually helps you to reduce and stay balanced, yeah. right? Like just that daylight, like that it is not completely married. Um, so I think um, working on that mindset with yourself, but also amongst friends and how you talk about it yeah. is really important. Um, and then practicing um, relaxation techniques that help. So when you're having a panic attack, if the first time you've ever like meditated or anything, is that's probably not going to be at the ready for you. So yeah. when we are in a state of okayness or even preparation, to also remember to practice our relaxation mm-hmm. techniques. And that can look differently for a lot of people, but it can be as simple as breathing out longer than you breathe in mm-hmm. 10 times, right? It's yeah. as simple as that. Um, there's tons of apps and tons of meditations, and but, but practicing getting into that relaxed state mm-hmm. is really helpful, especially around a stressful time. Um, remember to move. Mm-hmm. Um, our body's capacity to... Um, handle stress and even its idea of stress is is mediated by movement mm-hmm. and so walking your dog doing 10 push-ups like literally getting out of the brain and into the body as much as you possibly can is really helpful mm-hmm. as well um, so yeah that preparation that mindset relaxation and then that movement are all ways that I suggest. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it's kind of all three. And, and someone might get all the movement in the world, and so they need to work on their mindset. Yeah. And some might have a very balanced mindset and need to work on movement. So yeah. it depends on who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and, and then lastly, that, that daylight between performance and who you are as a yeah. human. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you know, peak 14 to 18 year olds, this, I'm still working on it as 40 mm-hmm. at 45, you know, but if we have the desire or the understanding, then we can start to grow it and cultivate it. Yeah. Um, and then last, I just listened to, was listening to a podcast with Stephen Curry, who, you know, is the highest performer of all time or whatever. And won X amount of championships. And he was talking about how they prepare 
for, during the season when they know they want to win a championship, but they have 180 games. Like, what do you do, right? It's mm-hmm. a total marathon, just like finals could be. And he says, we chunk it down and we say, win the week. Mm-hmm. And so we look at our games in that week and we want a winning percentage of that week. And so I was like, ugh, just gave me chills because breaking things into smaller parts works for, you know, the highest performer and the and the greatest mm-hmm. champions of all time. It can work for you. Yeah. So we get stressed when it's we try to take on all of it at once. So we don't it's not gonna be 182 games for finals, but you can say, you know, win this Friday, yeah. win this week, do my study schedule, and then be like, yes, you have to remember to feel proud, to give yourself reinforcement, to like remember that you're doing well along the way. Because without that, it just feels like a grind. It feels yeah. stressful. And you lose capacity to see what that goal mm-hmm. is, which was, which was to be prepared for finals and have a fine experience yeah. handling it. I love that. I feel like yeah. it makes it less overwhelming, too. Totally. Just step by step. Like, it definitely will help in the long run, too. I love that analogy. Yeah, and I love that phrase, win the week. And your mm-hmm. week, whatever that quote metaphor is, whatever it is, just... Remember to like just chunk it, win this. Okay, I'm gonna prep, you know, could be win chem, win whatever. Yeah. And then you don't need to take on all of it all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what you said about mindset earlier. It made mm-hmm. me think about um, what a past student had said to me before, because um, I was a freshman stressed about finals. And I'll never forget what she said. She was like, um, approach final season like, you've already learned all this material. Yeah. Now you're just reinforcing it. Like, you know everything that's going to be on the test. Exactly. You just have to be able to apply it again. And I was like, oh, that's so true. Like, it's not like nothing on the test is something like unfamiliar, or, exactly. like unknown. Like, but I love like just that balance between mindset and, um, sorry, what were the other two? You said mindset, movement, and Rela- like re- relaxation yeah. and preparation. I mean, the preparation, the preparation yeah. you know, if if you feel prepared and you've done the work ahead of time, that okay. reduces. It really, really does. Oh, for sure. As as simple as that, you know, that's yeah. my number one is like, are you prepared? Because mm-hmm. when we're not, it's stressful. It just mm-hmm. is. Um, but then even if you're not, you can always do the, I mean, I literally go to on and else on this. Like, what's the next right step? Like, yeah. you know, if you're, if it's two days ahead of time, okay, you have two days and you just re reset and recalibrate yeah. and keep working towards your goal. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much thank for you. all your tips and tricks. <laughs> it's welcome. definitely going to be helpful to awesome. all our podcast listeners and our Trubies. So yeah, thank you so much for your time no today. Problem. All right. Thank all right. you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope that um, you found some of our tips useful and helpful and are finding what works for you um, as you approach this final season. And even if you are a teacher or family member that's not taking finals, um, hopefully you got to learn a little bit more about um, how the process works and maybe some of the struggles that um, your trubies close to you might be going through during this time of year. Yeah, for sure. And for this podcast teacher shout out, we have Miss Kelly. She is so supportive and always there for you when you need her. So go find her in the advancement office. We love you, Miss Kelly. We love you. Thanks for listening. Peace.